This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. I know I've been away for about a week and a half, not putting out as many podcasts as I wanted to, but work, my actual job away from fantasy actually got in the way a little bit. So, you know, apologize about that. Um, I'm hoping to stay as consistent as possible. Uh, so I'm hoping that, uh, you know, that that was like the last podcast that I missed of the season, but... You never know. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad to be back. I uh, wanted to go over week eight waiver wire ads for this week. Um, and let's go ahead and get started. Uh, a few running backs who, you know, you might want to consider this week. Ty Johnson's one of them. Uh, on Johnson expected to miss some time, according to Adam Schefter, with a knee injury. Uh, they're calling it week to week. So to me, that sounds like a multi-week injury. And because of that, like I think Ty Johnson would be a priority add, even if it's only for the Giants game this week. Um, you know, it's a great matchup. So you know, if you look at the snap share with Carry On Hurt, uh, Ty Johnson led the Lions in snaps. He played on 64% of snaps compared to uh, 25% that J.D. McKissick uh, was on the field for. So I'm expecting Ty Johnson to carry the load in Carry On's absence. Um, and, you know, if you're in need of a running back, this is, like, a pretty good week uh, to grab Ty Johnson. Um, you know, if, if you're if you're struggling at the position, he's a guy that will get a majority of the workload. And I would go a little bit hard to get him, um, you know, especially if you're in need of a running back. Because it's not that often where you know a guy's going to miss time and there's a clear, a clear backup who will take that role who is talented. Uh, Chase Edmonds obviously had that huge game this past week. There's no word on whether David Johnson will be healthy enough uh, to play in Week 8. Now, if DJ gets a full practice in this week, I think we should be confident that he will be the guy in Week 9. There's still a chance he doesn't go next week, and Edmonds is the guy once again. Um, You know, obviously he'll be a great start if DJ doesn't go. He, He proved that he could get it done in DJ's absence as the workhorse. Uh, but if DJ does go, I think Edmonds will still likely be flex-worthy if you're needy, right? A little bit of a desperate situation there if you're starting Edmonds and DJ's healthy. Um, he probably did gain a role in the rotation with how well he's played with his opportunity. Um, but, you know, just don't go spending too heavy um, because David Johnson can be healthy. Um, I know that the they are working out, the Cardinals are working out guys like J.J. and all that, but I think it's really because, you know, they they lost D.J. Foster late last week, and they need more than two running backs. If if David, if David D.J. Foster didn't get hurt last week, David Johnson might have been inactive. Um, so keep that in mind. Latavius Murray, uh, he's rostered in about 75% of leagues. That needs to be closer to 100% because Alvin Kamara is likely out in Week 8. Murray has a good matchup against Arizona. 
uh, 32 touches this past Sunday against the Bears, uh, and he succeeded against the Bears. you got to give credit to Sean Payton, who was willing to run the ball down the Bears' throats uh, in that game. So imagine what you know Latavius Murray can do against the Cardinals this week. Uh, he's an RB1 start uh, with Kamara out, so if he's available, I'm grabbing him and I'm starting him. Kareem Hunt uh, is a perspective ad this week. There's no word on what his role will be uh, behind Nick Chubb. Uh, there's a good chance he can steal 30% of snaps from Chubb at the very least. Uh, and this is all assuming Hunt is healthy. Remember, he had that uh, sports hernia surgery uh, you know, right at the start of the season. Keep an eye out if he's practicing without limitation. But you know, keep in mind, you probably won't want to start him until week 11 at the very least. He might come back week 10. You kind of understand what his role is going to be. Um, and then you might feel comfortable in week 11 to start him, or you might not. So, you know, you, you might grab him and, you know, he works out as a, a flex-worthy option, maybe an RB2, depending on what his role is going to be. But there's also a chance that uh, he's not really that usable. Uh, Benny Snell, you know, this is obviously, you know, kind of going deeper down the barrel, but the Steelers are going to be run-heavy, right, you know, as much as possible with, with Ben Roethlisberger out for the season. Uh, Jalen Samuel still out. I think Snell could get some work behind Connor in positive game scripts like he did the week before their bye. Um, and they're at home against Miami in week eight. He's a desperate running back option this week, obviously. Uh, but, you know, he could see 10 to 15 touches potentially. Okay, wide receivers, Kenny Stills, uh, with Will Fuller expected to miss a few weeks with a hamstring injury, Kenny Stills will step up as the clear number two wide receiver. He showed flashes this year. We know he's talented. Um, we saw what he did last week against Indianapolis. Uh, four catches, 105 yards. Uh, we saw what Aaron Rodgers did to the Raiders you know, this past Sunday. And the Texans' passing offense will have the pleasure of inviting them to Houston this week. So Stills ran 38 routes in week seven. Uh, only to only second to Hopkins 40 uh, Kiki QT ran 30 so that kind of tells you that stills is the is is the next man up Philip Dorsett um, obviously Muhammad Sanu coming to town you know kind of messes this up a little bit because um, Dorsett might be the loser you know after that trade for the Patriots but Dorsett scored in three or five games played uh, he's been a reliable option for Brady so far this year you never know where the Patriots will go with the football right in the passing game outside of Edelman James White uh, but Dorsett has got it done more often than not. You know, Cleveland's a good matchup this week. Josh Gordon, you know, could be back in Baltimore week nine. Uh, I would assume that if he does come back, he'll get the shadow from Marlon Humphrey that week. So Dorsett could have a better matchup. But again, with Sanu being added, it changes things a little bit. Uh, might as well talk about Sanu now. Um, the Patriots trade a second round pick for him, right? You would think... They have plans on making him a staple of their passing offense, and it might seem like they're overpaying a little bit, but Snoo's going to be a free agent after next season, and if he leaves, the Patriots will likely get a third-round compensatory pick. So basically, they didn't pay much. Um, he's worth a pickup, you know, because the upside is he's an every-down player for Tom Brady. The question is, where does he fit, right? The first guess is that, like I said, Philip Dorsett takes a hit, even though he's been playing well. The other guess is that Josh Gordon's injury can be worse than we think it is. But the Patriots were looking to add a wide receiver before Gordon got hurt. So, you know, I wouldn't break the bank, you know, but he's worth an add to put on your bench to see what his role turns into. I wouldn't I wouldn't go ahead and start him this week, though. Uh, Jamison Crowder, Robbie Anderson, obviously Crowder's more available um, the Patriots, you know, made Sam Darnold look like he didn't belong in the NFL, but he has a lot of growing to do. It was a tough matchup. Um, meanwhile, 
you know, he, he's going to keep guys like Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder relevant. I think Crowder's a PPR wide receiver three in most games. Uh, we'll be fine starting him against Jacksonville in week eight. After that, they have Miami, the Giants, Washington, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami, Baltimore, which is a good good you know matchup for slot wide receivers. Pittsburgh, another good matchup for slot wide receivers. And that's Crowder's entire schedule for the rest of the season. And, you know, Robbie Anderson's available in about 25% of leagues, but his schedule is too good coming up for him not to stay, not to be picked up. Marvin Jones, two good matchups coming up, you know, after his four touchdown outburst in week seven, uh, Giants and Oakland, two very playable matchups for him in weeks, weeks eight and nine. Uh, I would start him as a wide receiver three. I wouldn't expect this type of performance uh, from Jones. Obviously we've actually seen this type of performance before from him, uh, but his opportunity does dwindle and, and take swings. Um, and, you know, Kenny Galladay only had two targets on the day, so we should expect that to, to go back up. The point is, I wouldn't overspend. Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, a lot more interesting with Ryan Tannehill under center uh, for the Titans. Davis caught 6 of 7 for 80 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Brown caught 6 of 8 for 64 yards. Good matchup next week against the Bucks. so if you have some faith, roll with them with flex expectations. Um, but I would hope for much better, you know, assuming that this situation actually did get better for both of them. Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, similar thing with Ryan Fitzpatrick back at, you know, under center. They both had good games in a really tough matchup this past week against Buffalo. Ten targets for Parker, eight targets for Williams. Uh, more interesting in deeper leagues, but at the same time, Parker did score in three, th- three straight games. So definitely interesting. Okay, Qu- quarterback streamers, Matt Stafford. Two good matchups coming up. Giants and Raiders coming off a 364-yard, four-touchdown performance against the Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins threw four touchdown passes in each of the last two games. Um, But, you know, know that the Vikings can go run heavy at any moment. You know, Thielen probably out this week, too. Detroit forced the Vikings to remain balanced. uh, But we can't be so sure the Redskins will do the same in Minnesota. So it's a good matchup, but you have to temper expectations. Teddy Bridgewater, if Breeze is out again, I think Bridgewater has a great matchup against the Cardinals at home. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, a little extreme, a little, going a little bit deep, but he does have the Bucks at home. Uh, he has some weapons, like I mentioned, so it's just a matter of whether he'll use them. The, the Bucks have a great run defense, so the game might actually fall on Tannehill's shoulders a bit. Not sure if that's a good thing, but I think he'll get the opportunity. Tight end streamers, uh, Gerald Everett, 10-target game on Sunday, 8-plus targets for him in three of the last four games. Um, Jimmy Graham got it done this past week. Good matchup against Cincinnati uh, in week eight. He's been unreliable, but, you know, you kind of have to take your shot, uh, you know, if you're streaming through tight ends. Chris Herndon, I'm sure you're tired of hearing his name, (laughs) you know, with so much hype, he's destined to fail. But I think Sam Darnold voices opinion on how much the offense will improve when he returns. Uh, They have a rapport, um, and I think defenses will have to pick their poison between Crowder and Herndon in the middle of the field. Uh, defensive streamers, Pittsburgh against Miami, no-brainer. Uh, Indianapolis versus Denver. Uh, Carolina at San Francisco. They've been stacking quarterbacks all year long. Uh, LA Rams versus Cincinnati. Um, and then Seattle at Atlanta if Matt Ryan doesn't play. There you go. That's all I had, guys. Uh, I'm running to a meeting, so I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a, you know, I, I kind of give you everything in, in, a, in a pretty quick shot right there. So, uh, wish you guys the best of luck this week. I'll be back soon uh, with the with the matchups, uh, talking about the matchups for week eight. See you guys later. Take it easy.